Welcome to Glow Up Syndrome. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I think this is like the perfect episode to start off on because I'm going to explain inch by inch what Glow Up Syndrome means and how you can apply the Glow Up mindset to your life. If you are a returning listener, returning member, I almost said returning member. If you are a committed, loyal listener already, you will know that this is a re-recording of the first episode. When I started this podcast, I really just wanted to get it started. You know, it's the kind of thing that's like, like starting is the hardest part, you know? So I just had to do it with whatever I had at the moment. And unfortunately, my equipment was not up to date at the time yet. So Basically, this will be the same kind of content overall, like the same lessons that I'm going to talk about, the same vibe, if anything. I just wanted the audio to have a better quality. I wanted I wanted to get right to the topic rather than straying with the nitty gritties of my life right now, especially since you guys are just starting to get to know me. So with that, let's get to it. I actually can't believe we made it here. Like... It's weird recording this now just because when I first recorded this episode, it was a weird feeling to realize that I was finally podcasting, finally putting up one episode. So when I first recorded this, I did say to all my friends and family listening, I'm so grateful for your support, your constant pushing for me to get this started. It truly does feel like the next, like the right next step to take in my life right now. And the same message holds true as I'm re-recording this. Like I just released the 10th episode of this podcast and beyond words, I am grateful for all the support. Like I never expected us to get this far. Just to recap, in case you haven't listened to the trailer as well, for those who are new to this podcast, we are all about working towards our best selves in the realest and most wholesome ways. So theoretically, we are taking a little twist on the viral concept of lucky girl syndrome that attributes accomplishments and milestones to luck or manifestation. So what I wanted to communicate here is that while it's great to have good things happen, at least personally, I'd rather feel like I worked hard to earn what I achieved and it didn't just, it wasn't just a one-off like chance occurrence, you know? That's a different kind of satisfaction that's just priceless. Like knowing that it was the fruit of your work. So here, we're talking also about all things wellness, and putting those two topics together, our motto is kind of like, through grit and grind, we'll make our way to experiencing the ultimate glow up. So why this podcast? Why did I start a podcast? Here's a little tea. The shallow surface level reason is that I actually tried to start vlogging on YouTube like a couple months, couple years back. Everyone was kind of pushing me to do it. They were like, your personality is very suited to vlogging, your lifestyle. You're like, you're already living the quote unquote, that girl lifestyle, if you know what that is. So it holds true as well that I do enjoy watching other creators on YouTube and everyone in my life has truly been pushing me to just make my own content. But the thing is, I'm like super self-conscious. I can't stand recording myself, my face, editing videos with myself in it. So like I just end up feeling like cringy like I know it's kind of the same but this is just more my thing talking into a mic and knowing that there's no camera running 
and it also allows me to be more open and honest with you guys so I'm hoping basically that podcasting is a better fit for me and as I just said I just released the 10th episode and it is a better fit I'm so glad we did this the deeper reason draws back to my sophomore year at Edinburgh where I study so I was insanely burnt out and literally had to take a leave of absence I had like a whole awakening I think I was like what entering my 20s crisis or something and I decided like then and there to turn my life around so I'm gonna get more into this story as we move along this episode I want to drill down what glow up syndrome truly is even further like I want this episode to be about like I've obviously I'm going to intertwine my story but I want to give you guys the background on why I think it's so hard to work for your achievements to work for your successes so my whole life I've been told that hard work is the key to success above everything else so increasingly as I grew up I would find myself working my butt off on every single test project extracurricular whatever and at first I was like wow this is getting me places but then you know there were also so many times where it wouldn't pay off and I was just so so incredibly frustrated and mad at the world because I would give something my all while someone else half-assed it and got the better outcome I was like how is this fair at all so first I wanted to talk to you guys about how hard work is really not as simple as it sounds when people say hard work will get you places let's break it down first you need to be strategic about where you put your energy yes you have to invest your energy and really be really be intentional with what you care about to achieve the results you want and that's a long way of saying prioritize right you can't just invest your full energy in everything in your life because then you won't have enough energy left for the more important things it's like think of burnout you're running the work marathon and you sprinted during the first half so you didn't even finish the race you went back home stopped what you were doing not because you were lazy or incompetent but because you didn't have the energy left to invest or even care to the extent you used to be able to and that's no fault of your internal capacities it's literally just you having to learn how to play to the circumstances of life so okay second on a similar note hard work entails so much rest i want to tell you a little story actually this is a story that i started telling you guys at the start of this episode just like probably like two or three minutes ago as i said i took a leave of absence from university in my second year i somehow got myself into a whole bunch of extracurricular activities and this isn't just like i can count it like with the palm of my hand i literally could not count it so i was just to demonstrate the extent of this workload that i had i was president of the psychology society at my university which by the way has like my university has like a total of like what 40,000 students so by society if you say an academic society that's a cohort of like hundreds even a thousand two thousand people so i was president of the psychology society secretary of the filipino society and a member of my psych school's like student community council i was also simultaneously working working a 20 plus hour job at a pizza restaurant by the way they made me work overtime and volunteering at a charity shop as well as for a disadvantaged children's charity and yes i also had school and a social life and was getting sleep i also 
tried to stay on top of my fitness. So I would go to water polo training at like 5 a.m. sometimes, just things like that. People would always, always ask how I did it all. And the truth is, I really didn't. Like the job was so overwhelming to me and I quit after two, three weeks. My place in the charities I was actively trying to help out was a mess. I wasn't being my best self, to be frank, and I was getting into all of these conflicts with other people in it. I was just overly critical and overthinking everything and being super cynical because I didn't have any more of that positive energy to give. I definitely prioritized my academics and psych soc presidency because those were like my biggest, most important commitments. But even that got like a teeny bit messy because at the end of my first semester, again, I started to feel super depressed for the first time in my life. I couldn't get out of bed. As an international student, I was super homesick. My anxieties ramped up and I couldn't quell them in the same way I used to be able to. And I started getting into bad fights with my own flatmates. I was super worried about getting sick and not getting enough sleep because all that was on my mind was hustle, hustle, hustle. And you know, I was, I had so much on my plate that I was like, no one touch anything. No one, like everyone do everything right. We have no room for mistakes. We have no room for spontaneity. You know, I was very like, like just think of like your fists tightened kind of rigid with my life. I didn't let myself falter. I didn't give myself the permission to be weak. And I didn't give others around me the permission to make mistakes either. You know, rest truly wasn't an option. My life started to slip up because as much as you try, you can't always have it all. We're human and that's not how we're wired. So yeah, as I said, I quit my job, slipped up in hours at the charities and stayed in my room all day, every day, preserving what little energy I had left for like academics and the psychology society. My flatmates and I were barely in speaking terms. So my home no longer felt like a home and you can imagine just what that can do to you right because home is home all i wanted to do was go back to my childhood home in the philippines and literally be like babied i called up my parents and was crying for hours and i was like i think i'm depressed so and i was depressed so they actually booked me a flight home early for christmas like right smack after my last exam for the semester i got home and then the whole like four weeks I was home. I had a sick feeling in my stomach about flying back to Edinburgh for my second semester. So I didn't even enjoy the time I had home. I spent it like thinking about all the negativity that was actually happening in my real life. I just, I had so much anticipatory anxiety and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't go back. And long story short, I went through all these pains and online meetings and emails and conflicts with the university system just to be able to get that much needed leave of absence, which allowed me to spend basically an additional month at home before returning to uni. Um, this isn't typically allowed. The university actually recommended that I take a gap year instead um, since I had to physically be in person for my classes. But we somehow like found a loophole. I did like my work for like a couple weeks at home. I had a weird situation at the time where in the midst of all my troubles, I also got accepted into a year abroad program to go to Cornell University, an Ivy League school in the US, if you don't know. So of course, me being me and like ultra high achieving, I was like, no matter what I'm feeling right now, this is what I've worked for all my life. Like, I need to go. And all my doctors, my family, my friends, everyone was saying, 
you you don't have the, that capacity right now like it's not what's best for you right if i had taken a gap year i'd never have been able to go but like that made me realize i had to like completely revamp my life if i was going to get to where i wanted to go which is on that year abroad at an ivy league school right so i went back to edinburgh revamped my whole life as i said i wanted to do I really did my best to stick it out. I got into therapy, focused on just myself, quit most of my extracurriculars. Of course, I stayed with a psych presidency. Like, that was important to me. I didn't want to let anyone down. I really wanted to do well there. So I stuck with that. But obviously, my academics and that, that side, that work, it suffered. Like, it was hard to do well from home without actually attending my classes. And for psych like the committee had to adapt to my situation, which obviously wasn't ideal. People had to take over for me. Anyway, I'm getting carried away. But the point of the story was that those two straight months of resting was exactly what I needed to then go back with a fresh feeling and just focus on what my priorities were, which again was academics and psych When people say rest is productive, like it's true. Like I got back just enough energy to finish the second semester strong pulled psychology society to actually receive an award that same semester for commitment and make it to cornell the year after i mean just what i accomplished like is insane given what i was going through and i'm looking back now i'm so proud of myself for that so i would say these tips that i employed that i told you guys about they truly worked for me you just have to have the commitment to actually dedicate that healing process to be intentional about that healing process to dedicate time and focus to yourself and again just to reiterate those two tips were to be strategic about where you put your energy to prioritize and also to realize that rest is productive those were the two biggest the two biggest factors that actually worked for me i have to add that rest alone prioritizing alone is not enough so my third tip Third and final tip is to lean on the people who matter. If you were listening to my story, I know I got sidetracked a lot, but if you were able to follow along, I had so much support along the way and I could not have reached where I reached without the people who cared and fought alongside me. And then it all goes back to that whole strategy tip I was talking about, that whole prioritizing tip. Like if I hadn't done like a complete reassessment of all my life priorities during that leave of absence if i wasn't deeply committed to getting better in time for my year abroad i would not have actually felt better i would have been stuck in that rut my life changed because i made committed steps to change it and see now that's what this podcast is all about i want to underscore that you have to recognize your humanity and your weaknesses and play the fiddle of life according to them don't ignore them and just be like whatever i can do anything because one day that's gonna catch up to you like it did to me and you'll have your own version of what i went through don't learn the hard way turning my life around entailed that recognition as well as really planning out with my therapist like how to be my best happiest self we spent time trying to discover what made me happy and i worked on prioritizing that rather than like my resume or grades or career path looking back from where i am today it really truly made a difference and with a more easygoing way i approach life now i accomplish just as much as i did back then without working myself to the ground like when you're happy and your energies are allocated strategically i promise you you will end up places 
the law of attraction and the whole lucky girl syndrome, as much as we hear success stories of, is not a long-term solution. It's no way to go about life. Like, you can't just sit there and hope. Obviously, you can do your manifestation practices. You can tell yourself, miracles will happen for me. But one day, reality will show its face and you have to be equipped with the tools and the resilience to face it. I think that it's important not to say that the law of attraction doesn't work, but to reframe it. It actually offers us with a more holistic approach to life. So what I'm saying here is manifestation in and of itself is not bad. I I do manifestation practices, but I'm saying that solely relying on that to take you places is not where it's at. Like I've always told myself, do your best and let luck do the rest. So work hard, work strategically, rest strategically, and then do your manifestation. Then invest in the thought of lucky girl syndrome. You can tell yourself, I'm lucky because I got here amidst all the things in my way. But still recognize that you gave so many parts of yourself to be there. Never discount your own capabilities and efforts. You know, I believe in you. You should too. Okay, that's it for today. We're definitely going to continue this conversation in future episodes. After all, that's what Glow Up Syndrome is about. So I hope those of you who are new here are all excited. I haven't fully made up my mind yet, but we're going to have a lot of guests in the future. We're going to focus on topics such as placing yourself outside of your comfort zone, how to live in the moment, how to build healthy relationships. I also have a gazillion things I can talk about from my personal perspective, and I'm really not trying to show my hand in like one episode, but I'm just so excited to share everything, you guys. The past couple years, I've kind of just been living for the plot, and now I realize that I have so much to talk about, like I can confidently say that my life has been chaotic in a really interesting and transformative way. Um, It's now I realize this is my time to share, like that is what my life is calling me to do. So after traveling so much, after going through so many unique experiences, I've also gained a unique perspective on everything in life. And coupled with my psych education, I realize now it's like chef's kiss in terms of having my own podcast. So those of you who are new here, I hope you're all ready for that because I'm just planning on being real and unfiltered here. This is meant to be a safe space for all of us. I also just want to get you guys more involved so that this isn't just like a one-way conversation. So feel free to DM me or the pod on Insta and engage in the comments, in the polls. It's at underscore Michaela Dizon for my personal Insta and at glow up syndrome for the pod insta obviously you can find the links to these in the show notes i also have a geneva group chat for those who want to be part of the glow up gang that's it for today thank you for being so patient with me on this journey and for actually taking the time to listen to this i understand how valuable time can be so i really really appreciate it don't forget to rate the podcast guys please rate the podcast please other than that i will catch you guys in the next episode Stay tuned.